Welcome to the Manuscript Academy podcast, brought to you by a writer and an agent who both believe that education is key. The beauty is the people you meet along the way, and that community makes all the difference. Here at the Manuscript Academy, you can learn the skills, make the connections, and have access to experts all from home. I'm Julie Kingsley. And I'm Jessica Sinsheimer. Put down your pens, pause your word counts, and enjoy. Today, we have a totally new experience here. Um, Jessica, can you set the scene for us? All right. So, last week, Wednesday, 7 p.m., New York City. (laughs) (laughs) It was hot, and we were so glad that it was not winter. But the main thing was, not only was it 80 degrees and everyone was wearing flowers, including the sidewalks, but... Uh, so I'd been thinking about how rents are so high, publishing salaries are so low, and I had absolutely no idea how people in the industry who were just starting out were making it happen. Now, I can't control New York City rents, I can't control publishing salaries, but I can control how many friends people have to some degree. So what I did is I wrote to some agents and editors and asked them to invite their favorite interns all to come to one big happy hour. So I tied a big balloon to my wrist so people could find me, found a spot that gave it to us for free when I told them what the event was. So, you know, thank you so much to them. And it was actually surprisingly wonderful and stress-free. I just laid out some name tags, uh, made a Google form, had everyone opt in to sharing their emails, and hopefully they now have lots of friends. So 60 delightful, smart, lovely people came and it was just such a wonderful experience. Jessica, you always give me the feel goods. I was like, <laughs> I, I feel like you do sprinkle the fairy dust of you know, publishing. That's so funny. A lot of people have been saying things lately like, you're a real day brightener. I'm like, thank you. I'll take that. I, You know, if I just kind of go around making people feel good, I think that's a pretty good way to go about your life. That is awesome. So yeah, so what we're doing today in this podcast is we are... Uh, well, Jessica, since I'm in Maine, um, Jessica's kind of taking us behind the curtain of publishing um, with possibly the next group of magic makers in the industry. Um, it just sounds like a blast. Yeah, it was really fun. And, you know, if we were at all worried about the next generation of publishing, we don't have to be. They are so smart. They are so cool. I am so confident I would place bets that a lot of them are going to get hired really soon, and we're going to be hearing a lot more from them. Listeners, you're going to love this. So I had no idea if this was going to work. It was extremely loud. There was a lot of music. There were speakers every five feet. I tried to take some people outside to talk to them. I tried to put people in corners. We walked down the stairs at some point. I had no idea if you'd be able to hear anything, and unfortunately, I am not yet Hollywood level with the editing of the sound. I know, shocker, that I can't just go from zero to Hollywood (laughs) editing in, what, a year. Um, So I'm actually pretty surprised by how well you can hear them. Um, You would be too if you heard how loud it was in there. Um, So I wrote down a lot of the questions that you guys had asked. If you join our Facebook group, you can do that at manuscriptacademy.com slash Facebook. I'm often telling people, hey, I'm having drinks with this editor, or hey, I'm hanging out with these people. What do you want me to ask on your behalf? And so I wrote out a bunch of your questions and let people choose them and then recorded what they had to say. And most of them fell into three categories, which were what advice do you have for interns? 
very important. These are people who clearly have done really, really well at their internships, so you should listen to them. And I think that's also relevant to writers who just want to see what it's like in the publishing world because they have pretty interesting things to say. What advice do you have for writers? Think about this. These are the least cynical people in the industry. So what they have to say on that, extremely important. The rest of us, you know how if you live in an apartment and it's super messy, you just don't see the mess after a while? Anything that you see every day just starts to disappear. These are the people who haven't had that effect yet with their time in publishing. And of course, knowing me, I had to ask what they would do to change publishing if they had Google level funding. So I really love their answers. I love how hopeful they are. I love how thoughtful they are. And here you go. Hi, I'm Jennifer. I'm interning at uh, Folio Literary Management at the moment. And I want to answer the question, what advice do you have for other interns? And I think it's hard because often when you start out in this industry, you're not being paid. And it's normal whenever you begin anything to not feel confident in your skills and to feel like everyone around you is more competent and knowledgeable than you are. So it's such a cliche, but just be confident. And when an agent or anybody asks you for your opinion, just try to say it as confidently and eloquently as possible. And remember that the value of your intellectual capital, even if you're not being paid for it yet. Hi, I'm Miranda Stinson. I'm currently interning at Writer's House. My advice, because I've done a lot of internships without, at the beginning, a lot of direction, would be uh, apply early to everything because it does make a difference as far as the interviews that you get. But then also think seriously about where you want to be in the long term as far as like, do you want to work with kids or adults? Do you want to work on the agency side or the editorial side? And, and let that affect the choice of your internships because a lot of people will just say, be good at everything and you should pick something and try to specialize from the beginning if you can. Hi, my name is Julissa Corey. I'm a marketing associate at Lean Low Books. Uh, my advice for interns is to network as much as you can. Make sure you make connections, reach out, always follow up, and don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Yeah, hi, my name is Erin. I guess I would say meet as many people as possible, and while you're interning, reach out to other people on your team and see if anyone needs help, because everyone always has so much work that they have to do that they're always gonna like have something to give you and when you're like stepping up and kind of helping out then people remember that and publishing is such like a small industry you're gonna see these people again and again so just like networking making those connections talking to as many people as possible is what I like really learned when I was interning. She was a star. <laughs> Very proactive. Uh, so my name is Bidisha Bhattacharya and um, I'm interning at Houghton Mifflin Harcourt right now in their trade publicity division. And um, so this is my third internship so far. So I feel like I've gotten a little bit of like different experiences in each place. So I mean, if I were to give advice to anybody else, make sure to definitely, definitely do your research before an interview because they are going to be watching your every move and you can't appear to like not know about the company that you're applying for. Try to like drop it in as naturally as possible and not make it sound rehearsed like I know all the books you're doing this season or whatever. So always be on time. That is one thing that I learned that you should be at least 15 minutes early to an interview. Yeah, with the subway, leave an hour early if you have to. Just, just at the beginning, be prepared to do Whatever they ask you to do, it may not be something that you particularly like, but everybody has to start somewhere. So just because it is going to pay off in the end if you do 
whatever they ask you to do in the beginning. Yeah, so our particular generation always gets this rap that, you know, we're, we can't pay attention to anything for more than a few hours or something. But, I mean, I feel that our generation is capable of working really hard because we have so much more to achieve right now. So I definitely think that we have it in us and we just need the opportunity to shine. Hi, I'm Lisa. Uh, so I would say meet a lot of people and try to make connections that you could use in the future. Never know who's going to help your career and it could be another intern or it could be an assistant or anybody that you can make a good connection with. My name is Rukhaya Dawood and I'm interning at Swoon Reads and I would want writers to know that at Swoon Sometimes you only read the first three chapters when going through submissions, so I would just try to make sure those first three kick off the plot and have like a strong voice and don't introduce too many characters and subplots at the same time. Hi, I'm Rachel, and something that authors should know about the process that they don't know about their process is that you should always ask your editor from, always ask your editor who else worked on your book besides your editor that you can include in the acknowledgements because you have no idea what assistance, what folks from marketing, production, design, school and library sales really championed your book, and you should thank them all. I'm Bobby Lewis, and I'm an intern at Writer's House. I think the most important thing, which is probably the most obvious thing, is make sure your work is as good as possible. And I only say that because I see a lot of advice and a lot of blog posts and informational posts about how to attract the right agent with special queries, like how to it's always usually focused on the query side of things and how to attract an agent's attention. But after you get their attention, you still have to hold it by writing the best possible submission that you can. So just do everything in your power to make sure that it's going to be good, that your story is going to be the best story it can possibly be, that your writing is going to be the best possible writing it could be. I think you can always mitigate that by getting as much feedback as possible, talking to as many other writers as possible, and going to a lot of different diverse sects of writers like just don't go to the same usual places same usual message boards like send your writing as far and wide as you possibly can i'm caitlin at marvel um and what i would change about publishing if i could is uh i would pay everyone a lot more uh and i would probably make uh some more remote positions and remote internships because that's really really helpful for people who aren't native to new york or don't live in the area to begin with. Um, and a lot of it is definitely stuff that you can do uh, remotely, especially if you're just starting out. And I think that would really help. Yeah, um, I learned a lot just like digging through various uh, literary agent inboxes. Um, you, you learn really fast how to identify stuff that's really cool and, and exciting and how and stuff that's you know maybe not quite there yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, especially the, the number of people in there who just don't follow the rules at all. So um, if, if you're following the, the submission rules, you're you're in a good place. So Hi, my name is Rose. I just finished up an internship at WW Norton. My question is if you could change anything about the publishing industry, what would it be? Um, and I would say that I wished there was more communication because I've interviewed for jobs before and have never heard anything, not a yes, not a no. So I wish, you know, communication lines were a little bit more open and I guess that would be my answer. Writers wish that too. <laughs> Hi, my name is Farhad and I'm most excited about uh, breaking the industry and sort of making a lasting impact and making sure that people of color are represented 
uh, properly throughout literature. Good to see, especially for children, for them to see themselves as they read. Yes. I would expand sort of how we publish books. I would expand the sort of take that uh, the industry uh, has when approaching, when authors approach them, and sort of expand exactly how many book programs we have so that people in lower, you know, lower income communities have access to more books. And while the libraries are a great foundation for ours, you know, for staple in our communities, a lot of times it really helps if the kids can bring them home and sort of, you know, work on the book themselves, you know, sort of have their own hand in it. To sort of expand those sorts of programs. So they can as have a relationship with them. Exactly, right. But no, I'm very passionate about, you know, sort of, uh, you know, pushing forward this agenda and making sure that, you know, I, I, I don't, that, I, that people aren't stigmatized the way I felt when growing up. Yeah. Especially immigrants, especially you know, in you know, in the projects. Like there's so we have so much more to go. Like all of this starting from the bottom, and it needs to be going from the top down. So I'm blown away by these people. So amazing. So from the writer's perspective, um, the the big takeaway for me was just how difficult this business is from all perspectives in the industry. It's essentially powered by the love of the word, right? Like people are just like this pushing forth on this, even though it's really hard. And even though they're not getting paid, they're making it happen. So, and I, I was, as I was thinking about this, I was like, and as writers, we need to understand, you know, we're, what we, we get so entrenched in our own path. That's difficult to see that it can be tough from every perspective. Yeah. This is absolutely not a field you go into. Cause you're like, eh, that sounds fun. I guess I'll try it. I mean, to be fair, a lot of people start that way. I kind of didn't know that I wanted to do this other than that I loved books. Um, but it was one of those things that you have to develop a passion to keep going. It's not like we're sitting around eating bonbons, you know, looking at one manuscript a day, getting paid barrels of money to do so. We're here because we love it. And we don't want anyone to feel like we're big and scary and mean. Uh, I mean, maybe a few people do, but I think the vast majority <laughs> don't want to be seen as big and scary and mean. They want to be seen as passionate, which they are. They really, really, really care about you, about your work, about what happens in the industry. So I think that's a fabulous takeaway for everyone. So Jessica, tell us about you as the intern. Oh, so oh. <laughs> uh, let's just say that I was not the most punctual 19-year-old. Um, it's... <laughs> It's funny because looking back now, I'm like, how did I not immediately get fired? Uh, my first day in the industry, I was literally running down Madison Avenue holding up my pants because I could not find a belt that morning. And I'd hit snooze so many times. It was either show up with loose pants or don't show up at all. Um, and it ended up OK. You know, I kind of held on to a belt loop all day. I think they thought I was posing. Um, let's just say every single person at this party was a lot more together than I was at that time. Um, I think it's so scary when you're an intern because you have no idea what's normal. And that was another thing I wanted to do here was give people the opportunity to meet people to be like, hey, is this normal? Should I push back on this? Um, kind of like how my agent group is now. It's so nice to just have someone to be like, hey, like this is weird, right? Um, or like, did I do the right thing here? Um, that reassurance can mean everything. You know, I've, I've overseen a lot of interns in the educational field. And I think that every business is about mentorship. And I just keep thinking about you, Jessica, how you've turned into the ultimate mentor after sounding kind of dysfunctional. 
Oh, I was a wreck. Like I was an absolute wreck. Like the list, the list of things that like I did wrong is taller than I am. Now to be fair, pretty short, but like, this is one of those things that just, I don't know how I went from that, like teenager who had just moved across the country basically on her own. Um, On California time. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, let's be clear. I still hit snooze. I still hit snooze (laughs) probably three to four times per morning. (laughs) Um, But I have discovered how useful it is to lay your clothes out the night before and make sure they fit and, and all those good things. Um, I have automated my mornings like, whoa. Um, But yeah, it's, it's really just one of those things. Everyone learns at a different rate. Um, There were some things I was incredibly smart at, some things I was incredibly dumb at. Um, It's just, we're people, right? It's not like we all grow in the same areas at the same time. Um, But yeah, I I think for me, it's that I remember being a disaster. So when I see that people are trying, I'm like, good job. And and it's much easier for me to relate to that because I remember that period of life. I remember being um, 22 and like so poor that it made sense that my roommate would go steal a bag of bagels that had been thrown out. Um, to be fair, they were really good bagels, like really, <laughs> really good gourmet bagels. Those were like $3 each bagels. And she stole a whole bag of them and she just yelled up to the third story and she had them on her back cause they were so heavy. And we like dragged that thing up the stairs, filled our freezer with it and ate them for months. Um, yeah, and that, that is about being in your early twenties. That's about like bootstrapping and, oh. and scraping your way to success. It's amazing. Yeah, and I things... appreciate that. I appreciate that, you know, polished people are scary <laughs> and, and like we all need to embrace the different levels of our life. And I think it's really important to remember that phase of life where you're like, huh, you need to remember that period of your life where things are just chaotic and tough. So you can not think of yourself as someone who just has it all together. I still don't, but I think it's really important just on an empathy level to remember how hard it is starting out in the city and to just be mindful of that and do what you can to help people who are on that phase. Awesome. So one of my favorite parts of the interview is just hearing hearing about the importance of giving thanks to the entire team. You know, honestly, it wasn't something that I had ever really thought about. You know, um, I'd seen, of course, people being thanked in the back of books, but the importance of moving down to the internship level and how that can affect the rest of their career sounds huge. It's really nice to be thanked for the hard work that you do. And interns are the ones who discover projects all the time. Here's the thing. Like, yes, they are technically have not been in the industry that long, but they've also come from a really rigorous selection process. We got, I don't even know, hundreds, hundreds of applications for an internship this summer. And every single one, we meet them, we give them reading tests. We want to be really, really sure that we can trust what they decide is good and isn't good. And of course, I am double checking their work. Of course I am. But in some cases, they're just kind of given free reign. So these are incredibly smart people who just want to find the next book. And if you can reward that when they do find something and it works out, I think that means an enormous amount to everybody. 
Thank you, interns. You're the best. So if there are any interns listening, we do have a Facebook group. Um, so go ahead and send us an email with intern in the subject line if you'd like to join. Again, these are really lovely, smart people who will support you along your journey. So reach out and we will connect you. Yeah, so here's to all the interns out there. If you too are having trouble, if you too are putting down Madison Avenue having forgotten a belt, there is hope for you yet. We are so glad that you joined us. And as always, we appreciate your feedback. Just head on over to the iTunes store and let us know what you think. It not only helps us make this podcast be the best it can be, but it also affects our ratings within the iTunes platform. We'd love to hear from you. If you're feeling brave and want to submit your page for our first pages podcast, you can send it to academy at manuscriptwishlist.com with first pages podcast in the subject line. We'd also just love to hear from you. And if you'd like to learn more about the Manuscript Academy and everything we have to offer, just jump on over to manuscriptacademy.com.